It is hell. I mean, when they say it's hell, it's hell. You know, because you are stripped of your dignity, you're stripped of your everything, you know, yourself. You're treated like a nobody by a person who is nobody. You know, that's the worst. I won't say these are correctional facilities. These are more or less, they, you become a master of what you are there. For criminals, actually, this is the best university because you learn your skills. But you have to learn your sanity. Like a radio podcast advises safety at all times, discourages underage riding, but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling. And how? This is Tango Charlie, Green T515, coming. episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast, a podcast on motorcycling in India, celebrating our heroic riders, legendary mechanics and iconic builders through stories told by members of the community, one legend at a time. I'm Shandy. Well, featuring on this episode is a bona fide saint, albeit charged a sinner. He's been a fighter pilot, a racer, a national level rallyist, a navigator, a mechanic, a son, a husband, a father, a dog lover, a farmer, a chef, a gardener. And it would be unfair to fault him for his affinity to wine, women and song. Tall, dark and handsome, we bring to you Wing Commander, retired Koka Rahul Rao. Wing Commander, Koka Rahul Rao. Yes. Welcome to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Welcome to the long way home. Thank you. Thank you. Have you heard any it's of the shows? It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm normally hear your shows because okay. the ones you send across. Yeah, I keep listening to those. Yeah. Okay, good. Are uh-huh. you a Fauji kid? Yeah, Fauji kid. Yeah, Fauji kid. Yeah. So where was your schooling? All like every Fauji kid, it's like all over the country. <clears throat> no, it's all over the country. Uh-huh. <laughs> I rode Ducati one two five. I rode the Java, the Enfields, the Tiger Trams. Where did you get to lay your hands on the Ducati? Because I was in school, uh-huh. and uh, all my sister's boyfriends had bikes. Ah. So, okay. So all of them, and I had friends who were in college. So at that time, the Ducati which came, the one two five. Okay. I used to ride that. I used to ride the Java, the which I used to exchange. I used to get my sister's boyfriend Java. Yeah. So I ride. Take him. us back. Where was school? Uh, Take us through school. The school I started basically. I started school being a Fauji. Started uh. my schooling in uh, Holy Family School. Okay. <clears throat> Secondarabad. Okay, Secunderabad. Yeah, Secunderabad. Then got post. Dad got posted to uh, Delhi, so I joined FAPS. Okay. So I was in FAPS for two years. Yes. Oh, before actually Secunderabad, I started in Saint Columbus. Okay, so that's my back. Case. Yeah, back in Delhi. Back in Delhi. Yeah, in Saint Columbus. Then 
Your dad was with the army. He was with the, yeah army EME corps. Okay. From Fabs to then Simla. Okay. Yeah, six years in Simla, Saint Edwards. Interesting. Uh, and I mean, there there was no chance you could lay your hand on a bike or a mm-hmm. car or something else. Though I was very fond of it. Mm-hmm. Then came to Pune. Okay. The tenth and eleventh I passed. Okay. I did there. All right. So, but during that period, I learned to ride the bike. I mean, right from Vespa to Lambrettas, right to any bike. Which years was this? This was uh, 67, 68. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So and the Lambrettas would have just arrived around yeah, then, right? Yeah, Lambrettas were there and we used to just, like all the bikes, yeah. even the Javas, we used to remove the silencer, the Lambrettas, we used to remove the silencer, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> and even the... Noisy Ves- boys. Yeah, even the Vespas, they used to be really oh. in the typical put it sideways and started. <laughs> yeah, and Javas, I used to wait. Because we were, um, our school was boarding, but I was a day scholar. Ah. But I knew St. Mary's, right. sister school. Right. I mean, they would come for their walks every evening. Ah. And that was the time I used to borrow the bike from my brother. I climbed right. in my sister's boyfriend and then go, you know, scraping the exhaust all around. Right. So I rode there. Then we never managed to ride and, you know, but later on in life I did, but got to see the matchlesses, oh. the AJSs, yeah. you know. So, got to see some great bikes in Pune. Absolutely. Yes, he was also. And then we had two guys, brothers, Parsi guys, mm. Sorab and Kursi. Mm. They rode all the way from Germany mm. on 750 Hondas. Mm. So, that was when we got to see. Because Pune had a lot of Hondas also. You bet. Yeah. yeah. So And that's where then I got into drive cars also. So, I, right. went, so I started to learn to drive myself. Right. And we used to have one Citroen, the old Citroen, you know, oh. the dashboard gear. Yes. And my father could never start it. Huh. So, he used to go to his office in the cycle then. He was a yeah. brigadier, but he used to still go on the cycle. Yeah. So, I said, what if I start it? Yeah. So, he says, if you can start it, then you can take the car to school. Wow. I took Seriously? It, yeah, yeah. I took it up on a slope. I pumped the uh, carburetor yeah. enough. Yeah. You know, and rolled it down the slope. Yeah. Started it. And the moment started, he said, okay, drop me to office and take <laughs> it to school. Wow. It's <laughs> a nice dad, huh? Yeah. Wow. So, I've driven all his cars, you know, like the Vanguard, used to have the old Vanguard. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Few people will remember the uh, Vanguard. Premier. Yeah, I remember the cars because we had Humberhawk, the Hillman, mm. the Vanguard and the Premier, Padmani and the Citroen in between. Awesome. Yeah, so it was always very fond of bikes. So, then finally, when I joined NDA, uh. NDA, I finished NDA and then I was getting, while I was getting the first place when after NDA we, was, we were posted to basic flying school that was Bidar, elementary flying right, school. Right. In Bidar again being in Andhra Pradesh, there were a lot of bikes. Uh-huh. So there was this Laverda, hmm. which was really after 650 hmm. and I kept telling my father, I mean this is a bike, second hand bike, I'll get hmm. it at a good price, good price. He said, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, just wait till you get so wait till you get your commission but just before my commission so I finished Bidar ah. and I finished AFA that is uh, Dundigal mm. and then I was posted in Hakimpet <coughs> that is the final advanced flying okay that is where I bought my first Royal Enfield okay and so I went and found the second hand one but in a mint condition because mm. it belonged to the inspector of this Nampali police ah. station alright I still remember APL 2626. 
Okay. You know, and he said, first he's asking, he says, please don't put it on the stand properly, put it this way, put it there. Oh, treat, la, yeah. how lovely. The way he used to look after his bike. Yeah. So, then I got it, I took it back to the barracks. Hmm. And a friend of mine was with me, so we... Uh, Christianed it with Anne, Queen Anne, scotch, oh. <laughs> smoked a few Daniel cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the only guy actually with a bike in Hakimpet and another coastmate of mine, he got his Java. Okay. So we were two guys. Then by the time we posted to Jamnagar, which is another posting OCU operation conversion, we were flying hunters there. So it was me, him, and then another guy brought his, you know, disposal Enfield. So we used to tear ass around in Jamnagar on the bikes. Mm. And then I was just coming home for 10 days, mm. casual leave, to Delhi. One night I was taking my girlfriend to, you know, the cellars was a night, happening night place. Mm -hmm. Where was that? Cannot place. Okay. Yeah, those days the entrance fees was five bucks in which you got a Coke and a burger. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so this was in 74. Alright. So she was sitting behind me, I was sitting and I was with one hand. I was uh. saying this is how you take a turn with one hand. Uh, uh. And this is how you flip on the axle. And I didn't realize they dug up the whole road. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. So that was a bad, uh, you know, she got head, had head to be stitched up. Both of us were badly scraped. and But oh, it was my. just luck that three guys walking past there were... NDA coastmates of mine. Oh. Yeah, they were staying in the officer's mess down the road. And All right. They saw this. They were this. Kukarawakar, Bani. They used to call him Bani those days. Yeah. So anyway, so they took me to hospital. Mm. So we were laid out and then I had to leave my bike here and get it done up. Right. So next, uh, when I was getting my bike done up, I realized that I'm posted to Pune. Okay. So I was very thrilled being posted to Pune because that's where my school is. Mm. That's where NDA was. A lot know, of the gold friends. Gold, gold friends. Mm. So I got my bike done up in uh, by a guy called Narayan in Khan Market. Okay. And my girlfriend uh, at you know my girlfriend from here at you know uh, given me a book on super bikes. Right. So then I told this guy, okay, make the tank like a Ducati tank. Aha. In fact, if you if those days it will look like the, you know, the, uh, which one do you have? The Enfield, uh, now it's called what? The so Continental GT. Continental. Uh, yeah. You know, the tank slightly in, then with a very seat, you know, Lavarda seat. It was in mustard. Yes. So it was only metallic green. Okay. Cream and no no chrome. Uh, no, the bike which I got yeah. with a twin, twin exhaust yeah. <clears throat> and straight handlebar. Yeah, yeah. I modified it and it was totally this thing and named it Querida. And uh -huh. uh, Querida, in Spanish, my love. All right. Yeah, so, and then, uh, so it was absolutely beautiful. And then now Querida, because I've been posted to Pune. Yeah. I took it to Pune and uh, <clears throat> it was a beautiful bike, in yeah. fact, you know. So, and we, I was joining a squadron where... Normally, you join a Canberra when you have about 1,500 hours of experience on type. Okay. And you're a green-rated pilot. Okay. But we were a, you know, experimental group. So, okay. straight out of hunters, hmm. with just 20, 25 hours of hunters flying, hmm. 40 hours, we were put into Canberras. Okay. So, basically, the Canberra lot there were the navigators and the flyers. And the okay. 
officers there, they were pretty senior. You know, okay. with a lot of experience. Yes. And we were just pilot officers with no experience. Okay. So, in fact, and then we, you know, you drive into the squadron with your bike and with your grey vans. And I got Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> For some time, we used to date the officer's CEO's daughter. Typical, like yes. the, any Air Force base. Yes. But, unfortunately, <laughs> there used to be a taxi track which had been cordoned off. Okay. You know, and they cordoned off the taxi track and I had to go to town to meet the girl as usual. <laughs> And I was terracing and I couldn't bake. It was too late for me to break, otherwise I would have skidded off. So it was gravel. Yeah. Hit head on into the wall. Oh God. So poor Kurida was now totally smashed. Oh my God. And so anyway, I called for a friend. I said, yes, I have to be late. This is in my room. Mein. So that happened and then I, then I got it changed to a different. I got it to red and white yeah. and chrome. Okay. <coughs> so you, you you got it uh, repaired again? Fully repaired. I mean, okay. Insurance and, you know, got the front forks, this, that, everything got yeah. done. So, I mean, we used to have a lot of biking there and, you know, like, go for trips. So what's with uh, pilots and motorcycles? You know, they, they seem to be some kind of a, a camaraderie. See, that say. time there was nothing much you could afford. Right. I mean, to get a car, you had to be at least a squadron leader. Yeah, yeah and to, of course. And you had to get a loan. Yeah. To get a loan for those days, I don't know. Yeah. So you wouldn't just get a loan, though it no, was no. your money, which yeah. you were getting a loan for, yeah. you know, for 5,000 bucks. Yeah. So the our, uh, only source of uh, transportation were bikes, scooters and bikes. But yeah, the only bikes available at that time was like the Java, and the, I mean the Yazdi and the Royal Enfield. Royal Enfield. But there is a, some kind of a correlation between pilots and, and bikes. Yeah, true. It is like if you see the given seat Top Gun the movie. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. There's something which it's like flying. Is it out. visual? Yeah. Is it visual? It is. It is like I mean it motorcycling then is totally different to now. Right. I mean when I talk about pilots, we didn't have helmets available. Right. So we used to use our flying helmets as helmets. Wow. You know, with the thing and it used to look very smart, but yes. then if you crashed it they wouldn't help you much because they were loose. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and uh, how many crashes? Uh, because if you take it, I have almost uh, almost every bone and broken in my body. Right, almost. So, but we used to ride the bike like no one wore helmets. We right. didn't wear anything; just our normal shoes, right. or sandals, whatever it was, and whatever speeds we could. I mean, those days to hit hundred was hell of a thing. Yeah, you know, on those bikes, you had to have the road for it also. Ah. <laughs> and if you didn't care also when, like going, say we're going to Balachedi, a stone drunk. Yeah. <laughs> stone drunk Balachedi and we're doing crossing pillions, you know, we're yeah. switching pillions. Oh my God. And then standing, you know, standing yeah. on the, with your hand <laughs> or like yeah. that. I mean, you can't think of those now. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Because now when you see someone on YouTube doing it, we say, what a rasa. <laughs> <laughs> This is Niharika and you're listening to Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Firoz Mystery and this is the Biker Radio Broadcast. Bonjour, je suis Hashim Kayoum et vous écoutez Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Koka Rao, and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. <laughs> <laughs> 
so bonafide saint yeah bonafide saint how did this happen yeah. right so okay it's uh, off late this is uh, 2017 mm. i don't know what i because i never knew I, there was a gap there was a period gap for years of my life i wasn't aware of what is happening in right. india right and when i came i suddenly realized that there are so many super bikes around here right you know though before that in 2000 in 2009 2000 mm. uh, 2011 yeah a friend of mine he bought a uh, the uh, bmw rr okay 1000. okay you know at that time it was the fastest Who production was the bike the samir thapar okay yeah so he had a ferrari he had a lamborghini nice. gt40 yeah, so he said this is also because then his his uh, harley it was mm. soft tail which actually belonged uh-huh. to sanjay dat okay it is sanjay dat soft tail okay 707 i still remember so he presented that to sammy okay and sammy never used to ride it so he gave it to me wow so i had that bike with me all this time <laughs> so in the meantime he got this rr ha uh-huh. which was only bmw at that time here and he dropped it twice because of his height problem okay. you know he could never really keep it yeah. so that was the issue you used now wow so i used that for about 3 or 4 months wow till he sold it uh, somewhere in 2017 i said let me get a bike now mm. so i went looking around and i picked up this uh, 650 ninja okay and then i had two friends one is a guy called manoj tomar who rides okay. he rides a rocket mm. the triumph and i had another friend rajiv sani a coastmate of mine okay you know coastmate of mine who uh, was also riding a tram bonwell mm. and they were riding with a group mm. so they used to keep telling me why don't you join our group and so one ride they took me mm. they took me for this ride with this group the mm. saints oh you know initiation of the saints all right So I went for this ride with them on my bike, and yeah. unfortunately at that time I was still not too clued up. It was new, mm. and I didn't realize that my tires were pretty bad. You know, okay. on that second-hand bike, I should have changed the tires. Mm. And we were going to you know, some place in Rajasthan only, mm. you know, about 250, 230 kilometers away, mm. and just out of Delhi, about say 100 kilometers, yeah. taking a turn in gravel, I skidded off. So first thing, luckily I skidded off. Nothing happened. Like first thing, nothing happened to the bike. I was very happy. Right. <laughs> But I realized that I had punctured here, so they had to get me stitched up Your somewhere. Your right hand. Yeah, right on my elbow. Elbow. So luckily, we, there was a town, so we went there to the town, and they were already getting ready to got a tempo to put my bike and to send me back. Okay. And that that guy when X-raying me, he saw a lot of titanium. <laughs> सर यहाँ तो बहुत वैसे हड्डी काफ़ी टूट पड़े एनी वे डिड दैट एंड आई ब्रोकन टू रिब्स ऑल्सो सो दे ऑल सेट दैट आई गो बैक नहीं बाइक इज फाइन लेट्स गो सो आई कंटिन्यूड ऑन द ट्रिप बट इट वॉज अ वेरी पेनफुल बिकॉज माई हैंड ऑल्सो आई हर्ट एंड सो पुलिंग इन द क्लच वॉज रियली टफ बट दिल देर वॉट वंस वी रीच देर Uh, then we had a which port. was where uh, i don't know what one of one of these some resort okay so we spent the day and then i rode back riding back was more painful because right. every speed breaker the rib would you know oh, cut 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 yeah 
So then those guys decided, I said, they said, yeah, this guy rode and rode back. So though he fell, so he says, let us uh, make him, you know, he's a bona fide saint. Just train, oh. <laughs> So that's how I joined the bona fide thing. All right. And with them, I've had some, I mean, we have had some amazing rides. Hi, this is Mihir Mishra. Hi, my name is Sudev Barat. Hi, I am Dr. Arun Thereja. Hi, this is Trigun Veer Singh Pathania. Hey guys, I'm Noah and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, right on. Well, what a week it has been. Anand Mahindra chaired Gursarov Singh's Dhruv Vidyut Dynamo Power Bank Motor, which can convert any cycle into an EV. We spoke to Sabi a couple of weeks back and recorded an episode with him, but Sabi is actually trying to stay away from the press until he meets Mr. Mahindra, and so we too decided to postpone his episode for a later date. Earlier, the Harley Davidson Sportster S set the new national record for 3,141 kilometers in 24 hours. That's averaging over 130 kilometers per hour. Man, a team of five riders, including national racers Anushriya Gulati and Vijay Singh, along with vlogger Shubhroto Marmar, joined Malo Limassan and Vijay Thomas from Hero Motor Corp to achieve this feat at the world-class test track at Hero's Global Center for Innovation and Technology in Jaipur. And as Ravi Avalur, head Harley-Davidson business unit at Hero Motor Corp pointed out, and I quote, We recently took the Harley-Davidson Pan America to the highest unpaved motorable road in the world, and that inspired us to do something uniquely different with the new Harley-Davidson Sportster S. Well, a word of advice, this feat was achieved on a controlled racetrack, so don't try and break this record on your own. Time now to return to the greenery of Koka's Den in Sudbury Farms, where he stays with his wife Geeta, son Nawab, his mother, Ma Myo Min, who used to be Miss Burma in 1947. Well, she's got photographs with Rajendra Prasad and Nehru and used to be friends with Aung San Suu Kyi's mother and President Narayanan's wife. Let's just say BRR got enchanted. And how? I'm Shandy and this is the Biker Radio Broadcast. I said that's life. Hi, this is Koka Rao and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. That's what all the people say. Listen, connect, ride on. Riding high in April Shot down in May See, you would say you have gotten back to riding in the last five years or so. Four years. Right. Yeah. How does it feel to get back? It feels great. I mean, I never ride. I'm surprised, I'm surprised at myself that how didn't I do it earlier. Right. You know, one I thought maybe these bikes are totally out of my reach. Right. And you just hit 70. Yeah. So that's yeah, commendable. Yeah. You know, I thought these bikes are very much out of my reach. Yeah. And then I realized it's not so, you know. And mm. luck, uh, my luck was this 390 came by. Right. Otherwise, I used to spend my time on the golf course morning and evening. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, and, golf or motorcycling, uh, tell me. So, and now any day motorcycling. Any day, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. But you know? you're somebody who's got two hole-in-ones. Yeah, I have two. Ten years apart. Yeah, ten years apart, yeah. yeah. Where was the first? Both won the Air Force Golf Club. Wow. But I started playing golf when I was around 13. Ah, right. So I've been playing since 13 and yeah. for me it was my, just my passion. Right. You know, like, uh, so played fairly decent golf and enjoyed it thoroughly. So I still have a Sevi Balastros set. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Haven't played in donkey's years. I know. 
So you've been on so many trails now. How many trails have you been on? Since uh, yes. since <clears throat> the Spanish Armada. No, many, but my longest one you know, that was fun. In '91, since I have done the I've done the Great Desert Himalayan twice or thrice. So Adil Darun Khanwala. So he uh, because he was doing Karan bike at that time. Yeah. And he spoke to Honda, and I don't know they got into a thing because the Honda Kinetic was being made in uh, Pune. Hmm. Kinetic Honda. The Kinetic yeah. Honda. Yes. And Kinetic Honda was going to be launched in Lagos. Okay. You know, so they said, uh, "Why don't you take this to a Kinetic Honda across the Sahara Desert?" <laughs> no. So to make it a Guinness Book of Record, yeah, because no twelve-inch tires, yeah, has crossed the Sahara, yeah. So Adil's brother Neville, huh. Neville, then there was uh, Dilip Bam who used to write for yes. India Today, yes, yes, yeah, yes, and another guy uh, Chinnappa, okay, me and one guy Ronnie, Rodney, one young guy. Huh. So we were a team of five guys, uh, huh. and I would drive the Galad wagon. So, so the, our team we landed in from uh, Paris. We got because we had to get visa for Niger, right? In Paris, right. so we flew to Paris. From Paris, we went to Casa, Casablanca. Okay, that is where we got the truck ready. Okay. The jeep was given to us there. Yeah, with sand tracks and this and that, and with rations and all, and the scooters were being done up there. Okay, in, in Casablanca, and then we started from there. Wow. So we rode through the Atlas Mountains wow. to Algeria, oh my and God. from Algeria we were spent uh, Christmas there, <laughs> and from Christmas then we started from Algeria and through we crossed guys places because the Paradakar used to go through right. Agadez, Tamanraset, all these. Right. We couldn't hit Marrakesh, okay. but we did a little bit of this thing through mm. the desert, twenty-seven mm. days through the Sahara Desert. Wow. You know, on the scooters, but then of course the scooters, you know, could could not really with the dust and all that. Yeah. So the I was a mechanic also, so I oh. I think I changed about two or three engines. Oh my God. Yeah, and you know, in between, I got fed up, just put it on top of the grand wagon, <laughs> drove a bit before coming to Tanzania. <laughs> Sorry, Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> we were with the cooperation there and drove it. Got a very, you know, royal welcome there. Right. <laughs> that was '91 when we did that trip. It was called Operation Sara. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is legendary stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not. When we say trips, no, we see all these guys. I have this bike. I have that bike, and you know, fancy bikes. And I'm planning to go to Kardungla. I'm going to Leh. And there you find this guy on his Activa. Yeah, absolutely. Fully loaded. Yeah. And he is doing the same river crossings that you are yeah. stopping and finding the line. This exactly. guy just with his chappals is going through. Right. You know, he's not even wearing boots. Right. He's wearing a pair of cats and going through that river, which yeah. I thought, oh shit, which angle will I take it and all? You know? <laughs> yeah? So you find how many of them on any bike? Most there? of them are. Like yeah, that. on any bike. Right. So those are guys I really find. You know, I mean they. They excite you, don't they? Yeah, they because they they are doing it. No equipment, right? No saddle bags. They just tied it up with polythene bags and yeah. you know straps. Yeah. And they they are doing this in the cold, you know. Right. And that is what I would say is spirit, you know. Wow. Yeah. One is okay. 
you know, you're really, if you're, I'm going to Mount Everest, I'm not a fool. Yeah. I have to be equipped well. Right. But this, this is, I mean, this is a normal trip. It's an exciting trip, an adventurous yeah. trip. Okay, it depends on which vehicle you're doing it. Hi, this is Ashish Raurani and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Sukesh Vishwanath and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Samrat and you're listening to Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Anita Krishnan and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Now I gotta cut loose, foot loose, kick up your Sunday shoes, please, Louise, pull me up for my knees, Jack, get back, come on before we crack, lose your blues, everybody come for loose. Hi, this is Koka Rao and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. So we're sitting at one of the most exotic places in Delhi. <laughs> you can't even believe this place. This is somewhere nestled in the Aravlis. Uh, Koka's got a lovely pad out here. And we're sitting on top of the farmhouse. And it's nice, toasty, winter sunshine. Yeah. It's great being here. Yeah. So it makes economic sense to get something that's sensible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why I waste mean, money? See, because I, with with my apologies to people who, there are a lot of people who ride these big bikes. But firstly, they really don't take out any, you know, they're not very confident with this. Hmm. You know, and end of the day, if you had to buy an adventure bike, hmm. I mean, why would you be doing all just tarmac? Right. You know, then you these bikes are meant to be taken off the, you know, the, the road road less traveled. Yes, absolutely. You know? <laughs> so they are meant for those bikes. Right. So otherwise, for to cruise any of these other bikes are as good. Right. You know? Why do people get motorcycles? Motorcycles, I think basically most of them. I think most of them. Uh, to be fair, to be fair to the motorcycle guy, I mean all of them have this thing about two wheelers. Right. You know, right from childhood, if you take the amount when you're riding, just riding on the thing and, you know, because of your bikes and now because of the super bikes, not the other bikes. Right. And once your bike's loaded up, right. the number of, uh, you know, these kids on the road who are just, they give you a thumbs up or, you know, they want yeah. to meet, they will talk to you or now, of course, they are doing YouTube, you YouTube. Otherwise, these kids really like it. So, yeah. but then uh, I guess uh, you'll find most of the guys, it's like cars. Once you're older and you can afford it, yeah. then the straight away they get into these the bigger ones. The bigger ones, right? So because if you see the, all the GS crowd, yeah, as a grey-haired crowd, you know, right? The most of the GS, yeah. right? They, the you won't find very too many youngsters on the GS, right? On the Triumph 800, probably you'll find the you know so, the more experienced riders. Basically, when I got the bike, frankly speaking, touring. I was not even so, you know, aware of. I've done it on my Royal Enfield. Look, okay, go to see your girlfriend see, from Delhi to Masuri. It was every week a trip, uh -huh. you know, and then there was no stuff. I mean, the way we should tie our baggage and just land up. And yeah. we didn't think of anything. We didn't right. have gloves, gloves, nothing. But the more I started riding and then started watching TV and YouTubes and stuff like that and seeing that number of people out there touring, that's when I got this bug off. Traveling. Okay. See, but traveling on a car and the, this we have always yes, done. Yes, yes. But then traveling and then 
then I did with the saints, I did about four or five trips. I mean, not many trips. Mm. Many trips we did as a group. Right. I mean, that is, for me, that's not very exciting. Right. What is exciting in those kind of trips is more the destination. Right. You know, where we are going to land up. And celebrate. Open, uh, and yeah, and then open up your bottle. Yeah. And then drink and hoo-ha, shoo-ha, listen to music. Yeah. And the next day pack up and you ride back all in a you know, single file. Yeah. Whereas, that's why I just branched out. Solo is much more you know, challenging for me. You are a solo guy. Yeah. At, at heart. At heart, I'm a solo guy. I prefer right. solo. You know, so that's why all the tools I carry, I carry yeah. everything so that I don't have to be stuck anyway. Right. Most of the things I can do myself. Right. And I find it like economically also with, for a solo rider. You know, I don't have to stay in a five-star or something. I just find a place where on the road. Can you expand on that? You know, okay. The point is you're riding the whole day. Yeah. And you're going to take off next morning again at five, six in the morning. Yeah. So all I need is a clean bed and a clean toilet. Yeah. You know, and that you can find along the route. Uh, there are a lot of sites you can book on. Yeah. But then, then I don't want to commit. Yeah. Because like say, for take an example, when I was riding to Pune, mm. I planned to stop just before Udaipur. Mm. So I thought I won't make it. Mm. I realized I was at this place already by two in the afternoon. Mm. So I said, what am I going to do here? I may as well continue to Udaipur. So far, four hours later, I was in Udaipur. Mm. And luckily, I did the booking on booking.com. So, you know, they don't charge you. Mm. And you just give them a reason why you couldn't stay there. Mm. And then once I reach Udaipur, you find a hotel on the road. Okay, so booking.com doesn't charge you for not showing up? There's no cancellation fees. You know? yeah, that's important. Yeah. yeah. See, because we are on the bike, you don't know where. I can be hung exactly. up anywhere. Exactly. True. So, and I find, and then same is with your food. I mean, when you're riding, you'll find you in uh, north, especially when you go towards this side, this Murthal and all, the Dhabas are excellent. And the toilets the, the excellent. The Dakar ride. Huh? The Dakar ride. No. The, which <laughs> the Delhi Dakar. Delhi Dakar. The Delhi Dakar. <laughs> but my point is, when you're going in in other states, yeah. it is not so. The food is not in much. So you take what you get. Mm. And the local food is, I mean, it's, you just make do yeah. with what you have. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen. Connect. Ride on. Biker Radio Broadcast prays for the souls of the great men and women India lost recently. They will forever remain in our memories and in our hearts. Swadha. हमारा कल हमारा आज हमारा कल 
हमारा आज बुलंद भारत की बुलंद तस्वीर हमारा बजाज हमारा बजाज बुलंद भारत की बुलंद तस्वीर हमारा बजाज हमारा बजाज भाई दीद माझरे राखी बो छेड़े देबो The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, listen, connect, connect, right on, right on, right on. Welcome back. You're on the 80th episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast, and having grown up in the 80s, I experienced firsthand. The influence of Lata Mangeshkar, Papi Lahiri, Sandhya Mukherjee, and of course, the most outspoken of industrialists, Rahul Bajaj. Each a luminary and a hero in their own arena. Our hero, though, today is bona fide saint Koka Rahul Rao, who at 70s is back on the road less travelled, preferring solo rides on his KTM 390 adventure that take him across the length and breadth of the country. And by the way, may we request you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to join the exclusive Biker Radio Broadcast Club, you should visit our auditorium at bikerradiobroadcast.com and register. <laughs> the site also has additional information that podcast apps will not share with you. So make sure you drop in and check us out. We're also inviting people on rides to record their ride experience and send it to us at eight nine two zero two seven double six seven five on WhatsApp. Actually, more details about it on the website itself. So, if you're game, drop in. Right now, it's back to the high life again with Koka Rahul Rao on the 80th Long Way Home. Are you ready for this? Hi, this is Koka Rao, and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Hey, talking of food, talking yeah. of food. Uh, yeah. Where do we start with food, man? With food, uh, even in the family, your food goes back like pretty diverse, even before you were born. No? Yeah, it does. It how, does. how diverse is this? Just, just, just paint the rainbow for us here. So basically, uh, food is like my mother's from Burma. Can you believe that? And she's ninety. Yeah. She's ninety-two. Fit and as a fiddle. She's fit, absolutely. Has gone in spirit too, also. That's yes. more so. Yes. And uh, so she's Burmese. My father is Andhra. Wow! You know how did the two meet? The Second World War. Oh. Also. Wow! So my dad was posted there, and that's mm. when he met. All right. Yeah, and so they got married in Secunderabad. Okay. And my father's parents, uh, my father's whole family is from. Okay. Uh, so you've been you you've grown up on Burmese food, is it? Yeah, I've grown up. That's why when I hear khausway <laughs> and I see the khausway in the restaurant, I, frankly, I know it's not khausway. Right. <laughs> you know, so there are very few people who really know the. Okay. Especially if you say, you know, from Calcutta, people will know khausway. Right. You know, and there's other people who know is you'll be surprised. It's Chennai. Right. It was called Burma Bazaar. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There was a market yes, called course. Burma Bazaar. Of course, that's where you used all to buy all stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they were all refugees from Burma. Ah, okay. So, there you could get authentic houseway. Okay. 
Burmese cuisine is not as exciting as uh, Thai or Cambodian right. or Vietnamese. Yeah. Because the dishes really don't look good. Right. The one thing the dishes don't look good. Yeah. And secondly, it is about just about three, four of the dishes which are right. you know, people know about. Right. That's why Burmese cuisine is not really right. Kausway is the the only one. Yeah. You know? Honestly, true. Yeah. yeah. and is the tandoori chicken of Burma. Tandoori yeah. chicken. <laughs> and the other thing is balachao. Okay. But which balachao has been corrupted by so many. Like you get the goan balachao, you get this balachao. Mm. But the Burmese balachao is a different balachao. Okay. It's a dry pickle kind of thing. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. It's like your, you know, like we add the gongkora pachidi and yeah. change the taste yeah, of food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You add the balachao and you can do with anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So everybody is a foodie at your place. Everyone's a foodie, yeah. So and you're 24/7 throwing some kind of a party. No, the parties has really come down. Come down. A lot has come down. The parties got you into trouble also, didn't they? Parties have got me into trouble also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Kokarao, and you're on the long way home, listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So they say behind every saint is a sinner. Uh, How much have you sinned? Now, sin, if you call sinning by hurting somebody, no, yeah. I have not really sinned. Right. Know? How do you deal with something like that? Ah, that was just, uh, I mean, like one crazy party I had. And yeah. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, like everyone who's come to my house. Yeah. I'm from the Air Force. And, you know, obviously it will be my coastmate or it'll be my junior. You're or a my, decorated officer. So I have, I have my coastmates. And, you know, and then you suddenly you're linked up with something where, you know, you say that the party is because of this. Right. You know, it's, uh, so it really, you can get into trouble. So you have to be careful. It's given say, you some trouble. Yeah, it has given me trouble for quite some time. You know? I, I remember 2012. Yeah, 2012, 2013. So 2013 was the thing. Yeah. So I've, four years of my life have been dedicated to a hostel. Hostel life. God. <laughs> you know? yeah. what, what, what kind of uh, effect does it have on a guy like you? It did. It, it has an effect, it'll have an effect on anybody. Right. Because uh, that kind of a life is not normal. Okay, you what know? is it like? It is hell. I mean, when they say it's hell, it's hell. You know, because you're stripped of your dignity. Right. You're stripped of your everything, you know, yourself. Yeah, basically, your dignity, you know, you're, right. you're, you're treated like a nobody by a person who is nobody. Right. You know, that's the worst. Right. And uh, so it's... I, I won't say these are correctional facilities. Right. These oh. are, yeah, these are more or less, they, you become a master of what you are there. Like they said, this is the best university for, you know, for criminals, actually this is the best university. Okay. Because you learn your it's skills. That tough. Yeah, you learn your skills. But you have to learn your sanity and this thing. So, but I used to pass my time by writing. Okay. So I have a journal of every single day of my life there. Wow. I used to write about, read about three to four novels a week. 
But if I do, I don't follow through Cause my heart belongs to daddy Well, thanks, Tripta. That's Tripta Deb, actually an old college mate of mine. And also, incidentally, a great friend of Coca. In 2012, CBI arrested Wing Commander Coca Rahul Rao and charged him under the stringent Official Secrets Act, linking him to arms dealer Abhishek Verma. Coca Rao continues fighting for justice in our courts while the arms dealer continues to pursue business. <laughs> the burden that Coca carries is evident and because the matter is still in court, we would do well not to dig for any more trouble for Coca. If you're new to our podcast, dial back to episode 2 featuring Chetan Mahajan, another biker who had to endure prison in Bokaro in Jharkhand. We have always been keen to explore the concept of freedom and how precious it is for a motorcycle rider, especially after having experienced captivity and the scorn that comes with it. We found it extremely interesting that he has rediscovered motorcycling and in it found a sanctuary letting the road provide the much needed space for the journey inwards let's pick up the story once again with koka rahul rao on the long way home i'm shandy and this is the biker radio broadcast listen connect right on i'm just trying now to do longer and longer you know to make this riding longer right right waiting to upgrade to a Bigger bike. You want to? I want well, to. Why, why not the three ninety? I think the three ninety no, is the is most abs- sensible um, thing. It's the most sensible thing. Yeah. But I was just saying a little more power. Okay. Know? A little more power. Little more power. Why? Because what a four fifty? Huh? Not a four fifty. Say a seven ninety or something like that, which is coming out. I don't know. But tell me, the the, the tiger is there with an eight hundred. The tiger is there with the eight hundred, which I thought imagine of. Taking but, that uh, on on let's say the Himalayan terrains, it is possible. It is possible, uh-huh. but not. But I I think yeah. This 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 is. A, There's a guy called Ashish Rao Rani from uh, you must you might have heard his show on on our thing, and he is one of the Dakar boys. Currently, he's one of the challengers. In oh, oh, he's in Dakar. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I heard him. Yeah. So when he showed up at the raid the Himalaya, uh-huh. uh, the first time he showed up, he showed up on the uh, tiger. So he was like taking a hathi around town, you know. So it is like I'll tell you a very funny thing. When we were doing Himalayan, yeah, and we used to go to Gypsy. So the first time I saw one of my best friends, Sammy Harper. Huh. Huh. So at that time I didn't know him. So I had just gone to Nehru Stadium. We had gone to do our scrutiny, and suddenly I see this little guy hmm. walking up, you know, because the bodybuilder hmm. was parking his car there. What was it? A contessa. <laughs> so what the fuck is he thinking? <laughs> and he realized in the first section when you hit the hill otherwise very fast on the planes yeah absolutely but the moment you hit the <laughs> you take asthmatic oh, yeah, he wrapped himself around some rock <laughs> so it is like that this these heavy bikes yeah why is, would you take yeah, it up uh, it won't and then say maintenance this that everything is there unless you're thinking not so much off road and tarmac then it makes sense but not ha huh, minus 50 50 Right. See it all the time. Off road is not fun. Also, so you want to have different horses for different horses. Yeah. That's what you want. True, you know, like even the river beds with big stones and all that, mm-hmm. with little extra power and a bigger front wheel. Mm. Because this is nineteen. 
Okay. Twenty one inch. Yeah. Will help you get over this, you know, log shocks and all easier. Okay. That that way. So have you started looking? I'm waiting. Everyone keeps saying the seven ninety is coming. Seven ninety is coming. Mm. I'm just waiting. I've told some friends mm. that see, we rode bikes with no traction control and no ABS, mm. and we managed pretty okay. Yeah. You know. And so I said, just look if you can find, even if you find a BMW, and you find them the old 2004, 2005, 2006 model. They did come with ABS. You know, people be sending very cheap. So he right. said, basically, Pune, you know, that south, southern sector and all that. A lot of people do. Some people have got great deals. Like one guy rode the other day. He got a bike with just six thousand kilometers in it for thirteen, because he knew wow. somebody. Wow. Hmm. You know, but see now, will I be able to afford that bike is a different issue. If I the, if I the way I travel all the time, right, then to get a service done on that bike, that's that's my question. That to you. that is, is that, another problem. So so how do you deal with that? I'm, yeah, that's why I'm saying that you probably are on the right yeah, track. Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere. Yeah, not a hurry to go. I mean, know? if you got yeah. cash to throw, yeah. then it's all right. That's why I'm not in a hurry. I'm quite. A, in fact, I was in the mechanic the other day, so I said, "Yeah, mere." Bike is bike. How much will it be? I've done about twenty in one year less in a one year. Huh. I've done about twenty-eight thousand. Huh. So I said, how much? He says you'll get a okay price, two five, two six. We'll show you. So I said because the new bike has come. Huh. In this, what happens is the traction control. If I put it on, hmm. I have to hold it hmm. and put it on. Okay. And if by chance I the engine cuts, hmm. then I have to again do the same thing. Okay. So the new bike which has come, it 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 it's in memory. Okay. So it has two or three upgrades. Okay. So I said, "Woh kharid ke, everything to slap on is just slap on and sell this bike as it is, you know." Right. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. saw two bikes there. Right. No, now. one is a old uh, Royal Enfield. Really? Yeah. Which one is that? This is two thousand six. Okay. Uh, so I named three, you know, like you must be knowing. No, tell me. The Royal Enfield is Dhano. Sturdy like Dhano and you know in Shole. Okay. And uh, you know, and then this, this one is so called Kawasaki was Basanti. Basanti. And this is Sheila. Sheila. Sheila ki jawani. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Pope was telling me that uh, he's he's a colorful guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Koka Rao, and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Jamshed Marun. Hi, I'm uh, Vijay Parman. This is Ausip Chako. Hi, this is Mandy Marwa. Hi, this is Lali. This is Harshman Rai. Hi, I'm Fazila. Hi, this is Rishad Mehta. Hi, this is Jay Bharti. Hi, this is Mike Keshwar. I'm Deepa Malik. Hi, guys, this is Melvin, aka Young Kid Customs. Hi, this is Adil Jal Darukhanawala, and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Koka Rao, and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So, is there a trail uh, that you're longing for, or is waiting for you? I'm not yet. I'm just still trying to figure out something. Figure out something. I would prefer more in the forest. You know, go in India. Or? In India. Okay. At the moment, I since I can, okay. can't travel abroad. Wow. Okay. So I am looking for somewhere. You know, the hills have been done and dusted. Okay. Really, everyone's doing the hills, hills, hills. Okay. So somewhere where we can really get into these in forests, you know, 
So Arish Burma was in India. <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know, something like uh, your uh, Colombia, so, you know, yeah, 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 something like that, into okay. the deep into the forest. Uh, how He's, do you rate this new little kid on the block with uh, hero? The hero. In fact, I thought of getting one just for Sunday fun. Just you know? for the. F- Just for Sunday, yeah. just go and you know. Yeah. It, it, I don't. I think it'll be fun. I, I think a lot of people have spoken well yeah. about it. Yeah, because just for your uh, Sunday ride, yeah. and even cruising, yeah. it doesn't. You don't feel the lack of speed there because the cruising also the, on the highways. One twenty, one twenty-five. It's not a problem. With it's it. not meant for the highways at yeah. all. It's no, meant but for the off-road. just for going from place to place. But this yeah. is meant for if you're just keeping for off-road. Yeah, you know, just go on a Sunday. But then yeah. see, you need a gang of. Three, four guys, like I say, off-roading yeah. you should never do, you know, like into the hills all alone. Because when you start doing trails, you need you need two at least. Because yeah. by chance I drop and break my leg there or something, yeah. there has to be somebody to help you out. Right. On the highway, it's okay. Yeah. You know, there's someone always there. Like for instance, I did this trip, which is I did to Kashmir, I did a, a trip to Kaza. I was solo. Mm. But the point is, I know these roads are, there are a lot of people on the roads. Right. And I could ride the bikes to, you know, right. to full this thing. Extend, but so if you do off road, yeah. But if you do these trips like what she does, this itchy boots, yeah. just find a trail on a GPS and just will take you A to B. Yeah, you know you have to do river crossing this and that. Then you have to really ha- you have to have a partner. Right, right. You know, yeah. So if you had the opportunity to ride with anyone from history or from contemporary times or even from imagination, have you ever thought who that person might be? And and can you tell us why? Frankly, I've never really given it thought, you know, because Chalo. who I would have ridden with, never given it thought. Think about it. But now, when I think of it, and because this is immediate, right? Yeah. So I would ride with a person like Norali, you know, this itchy boots girl. All right. I mean, she's she's got the spirit. She does it all alone. I've seen her changing tires, this, that, shit, and. Her spirit is like me. She's even if she's failing, she's not you know put off. She yeah. She goes for it. Yeah. And that I've seen her this thing. Never give up. Ah, huh? she never give up attitude. You know, she says just uh, we have to do it. We have to do it. We have to do it. You know, and she's she's managed pretty great rides. I mean, you know. So, Koka Rahul Rao. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the Biker Radio broadcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you too for having me on the show. It was my pleasure. Always good talking to you. Fantastic. Yeah. Never give up, for sure. And I hope I have better stories to tell you, you in will. the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I plan this year. I hope I have better so- stories. Yes, we're waiting for yeah. the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said that's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April. Shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune when I'm back on top in June. I said that's life, and as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks just stomping on a dream. But I won't let that get me down. 'Cause this final world keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, 
upon in a king I've been up and down and over and out I know one thing Each time I find myself flat on my face I pick myself up Get back in the race I said that's life Oh, and I can't deny it Many times I thought of quitting But my heart won't buy it And if I didn't think it was worth one more try I'd jump on a big bird And I'd fly Coco's story is very precious to us We wish him all the best with that blind lady Thank you to Koka Rahul Rao for giving us Sanjay Dutt's Harley Davidson saddlebags. Well, we'll treasure them with our hearts, that's for sure. This is super exclusive bad boy memorabilia. Man, this stuff is hot. You can't touch this. That's it from us. Bittersweet and a little sour. And we've just gone over the hour this time. I'm Shandy and we're taking a short break. Biker Radio Broadcast is visiting Pune, the Mecca or Medina of motorcycling in India. So get in touch and let's meet up in Pune. We'll see you soon. Till then, you be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. This is the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out I know one thing That each time I get myself Flat on my face Pick myself up I get back in the race Cause that's life, that's life and I can't deny it Many times I thought of quitting But my heart won't buy it And if there's nothing shaking come next July I'm gonna roll myself up in a big ball.